jack-of-all-trades, master of none. We've all heard this phrase before, and we all know it's not a compliment when someone says that to us. It basically means we know a little bit of everything and a lot of nothing. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Unapologetically KK. Today we're going to talk about all of the things that we've always wanted to do but thought we couldn't do or we weren't capable of doing. And then what would people say if we just kept changing track and kept doing different things all of the time? So let's come back to this phrase, jack of all trades, master of none. What it really means is a person who can do many different types of work, but who is not necessarily very competent at any of them. What does that mean? I mean, seriously, of course, you're not going to get competent at doing something unless you do it. Studying about things and learning things itself is not good enough. Dreaming about learning things is even worse. I mean, let's face it. We've all had dreams of being successful and being amazingly great at either singing or sports or business or something or the other, or even a hobby for that matter. And when we aren't great, we just think, you know what? It's not for me. And that's okay. What I'm saying is that is okay. You don't have to be great at everything. So let's change this phrase and let's change it right now. Jack of all trades, master of a few. And that's like what I like to think of myself as. And this really came to me a few days ago when I was talking to my son about how to do a few exercises to strengthen his core. And I started talking to him about muscle groups and about the main muscle that he was trying to work and all of the supporting muscles that needed to, to be stabilized in order for him to get the maximum benefit of, of his workout. And he looked at me and he said, how do you know all of this? I said, well, I used to be a fitness trainer. And he said, what? Really? You used to be a fitness trainer? I said, yeah, that was actually another lifetime ago. It was before he was born. So he didn't know about it. And I obviously hadn't mentioned it to him. And that got me thinking about all of the different things that I've done in my life. So I made a list. So this is my list of the things that I have done. I completed my education with a bachelor's in psychology. And at that time, I thought I wanted to do something in that field, probably research or clinical psychology, but I decided against that and I got a job in real estate. And I really enjoyed doing that. So I stayed in real estate and I learned everything there was to learn about it. And then at some point in my life, uh, about five or six years after doing that, I wanted to do something different. So I went out, I got my master's degree and I moved into the corporate oil sector. I worked there for another six, seven years, and I then moved on to open up my own real estate brokerage firm, uh, which I had for over 10 years. In between all of that, I opened up a salon with a cousin of mine because we thought it was a great idea at that time. We, all, we were both looking for something similar. And we opened it, we ran it together for over a year and then decided, you know what, this is not really fun and we're not doing great at it and we're not really enjoying it. And that's okay. We we sold it and we were happy about it. And because we tried and it was fun. And I don't ever remember feeling a sense of disappointment or failure. It was just coming to an easy conclusion that this is not for us and it's not serving any purpose in our life. So it was easy for us to shut it down and move on to the next thing we wanted to do. 
I also did a lot of theater uh, when I was in school and then l- later on in life. Even after I got married, I did some amateur theater in Dubai. And at some point after I had my kids, I was looking for a creative outlet and I decided I wanted to look at theater and somehow got the idea of wanting to do short films. I did a course at the New York Film Academy in Abu Dhabi to educate myself because I believed that acting on stage and acting in film are two different things. I wanted to get uh, a sense of understanding of the whole process and how film works. And those were some of the best best times of my life, having that that freedom and exploring a creative side of something that I absolutely loved. I enjoyed the technical side of movie making as well. I used to sit with my director for hours at the editing table and he would wonder, I, you know, why are you interested in this? And I just thought it was so fascinating to look at how different pieces of the film were clipped together at the end and, and to make the story. And I did that. I, I did a few short films. We went to some uh, film festivals around the world and it was so much fun. Again, it was, I explored at that time whether I wanted to do it full time and I decided that I didn't and it was okay. And people keep coming back to me and saying, well, what happened to your film career? I really never had one. I just enjoyed doing it so much. It was more like a hobby. It was something I loved. It was something I enjoyed doing. And I did it for a while till I found a subject. I found people I really wanted to work with. I found stories I wanted to be part of. And that's what it's about. You need to keep doing things that lift your spirit, that make you feel alive, that make you feel, this is exactly what I want to do you know, when you wake up in the morning, you feel excited to get dressed and and go to work or go do whatever project you're involved in. That is an extremely rare feeling. People who get up every day feeling blessed, feeling alive, feeling wonderful about what they're going to do. And there are a lot of people who I meet who can't wait for the weekend, who think about, you know, getting off work for their life to begin. You spend the most productive hours of your day at work. And if you're not being productive, if it's not serving a purpose in your life, then you have to find something that will serve that purpose. You have to find something that excites you. We all have to pay bills. I mean, don't let anyone fool you into thinking that just because they enjoy their job and they enjoy their life, they have a lot of money and they don't have to worry about paying bills. That is not true. You need to find something that will allow you to pay your bills, but also allow you to be excited about what you're doing It is such an immensely amazing emotion to feel alive, not just to live, not just to get through the day, get through the week, wait for the weekend to do something fun, to just wake up every morning and feel, hell yeah, let me see what I have in store for me today because I am so excited to get on with my day. And yes, it sounds a bit utopian. It sounds like... No one has that life. I would say yes, I, I do agree that it's it may not be possible to wake up every single day feeling blessed and happy and alive. But as long as you're doing that for a major part of your life, I think you got it sorted. You got to figure out. You've got to figure out what rocks your boat 
and you've got to figure out what makes you want to wake up in the morning and face the day. Not the weekend, not the vacation, but every single day. So part of the journey is to discover. Part of the journey is to allow yourself to discover. Give yourself the freedom to want to choose, want to find something that makes you feel happy all the time. That journey is spiritual. That journey is healing. That is what it gives you. It gives you a sense of freedom to say, you choose how you're going to live your life and you are going to choose what you're going to do with every single day you are alive. And so I'm going to leave you with this thought. Are you doing what excites you every single day of your life? And if you are not, ask yourself, why not? Thank you for listening to me. This is Kanchan Kulkarni saying goodbye for now and speak to you again soon.